Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Hello, and how y'all doing today? I'm your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting from New Orleans. How's the world of rental doing today? Have you taken on any new products that need marketing? Get the word out. It's an ever-changing market out there. A big thank you to all our listeners. Tell your friends and associates. I hope you enjoyed last week's show with Gary Bartecki about rental financial reporting. There was a ton of valuable information and changes are on the way. So you better get ready. And remember, you can always listen on demand after the show. And let me know if there's a certain guest or subject you'd like to have in the show, and I'll do my best to get them. You can always reach me at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com, or you can call or text me at 504-615-0540. You know, I love to talk about leadership and team building because I don't know of many industries that compare to our rental industry. There are a number of leaders, as I've mentioned in the past, that make running a rental company operation very unique. You know, there's the owner, there are presidents, there are vice presidents, there's acquisition personnel, branch managers, some have sales managers, regional managers, service managers. It gets right down to the dispatchers and inside and outside sales, service techs, delivery, and on and on. But again, in all cases, they have to work together to give the customer what they want. Rental is truly a team sport. But there are some new rules of effective leadership I'd like to share today. So the new rules of effective leadership start like this. The leadership has changed. Telling people what to do and how to do it is no longer enough because today's workforce demands more from its leaders. In a Harvard Business Review survey of more than 19,000 respondents, researchers found that people feel and perform better and more sustainably at work when four basic needs are met. Renewal, which is physical. Value, which is emotional. Focus, which is mental. And purpose, which could be spiritual. They also found that management often fails to address these needs. And for example, only 20% of respondents said their supervisors encouraged renewal breaks throughout the day. And despite the fact that we collectively spend billions each year on leadership development, the Edelman Trust barometer estimated that one in three U.S. employees doesn't trust their employer. That's scary. More generally, public confidence in the traditional structures of American leadership has been undermined and replaced with fear, uncertainty, and disillusionment. Clearly, there's an alarming disconnect between current management training and employees' actual needs. As someone who's led a number of companies to date and counting, I can say that developing your leadership style 
is a is always always a work in progress. I'm constantly learning from employees, gathering inspiration from effective leaders I admire, and adjusting as I go along, as we all must learn to do. And based on my day-to-day experience and some interesting research, I've tried compiling today's rules for building employee trust, a subject I've talked about many times on the show, creating a culture that ensures their best performance and being an effective leader. You have to be authentic. The year 2018 was a successful one for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Among other victories, they introduced the first new drug to treat relapsing malaria in over 60 years and helped more children in India to be immunized against pneumonia than ever before. Now, you may wonder why I'm bringing this up on a rental show. The foundation's success has been credited in large part to its leadership from CEO Susan Desmond Hellman. When asked by the New York Times to share lessons she learned since taking the helm, she said, one is to be yourself. Think about the attributes you have and use them as an asset to drive your mission. And if the company needs something different, you still show up and then find somebody who's better than you at those things to help you. You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Maybe you're a great listener, but not the best public speaker. Like Desmond Hellman says, still show up as you. Use those listening skills to build confidence and trust among your employees and enlist the help of a natural speaker to shore up your presentations. In a recent study asked millennials to name the qualities they most wanted in a leader. Authenticity was at the top of that list. Millennials don't want polished, perfect speeches. They prefer someone who speaks genuinely and lets them know what's really going on. That includes acknowledging your own shortcomings at times and never, never glossing over the truth. Just be yourself, right? Sounds easy enough. But even the best leaders sometimes struggle to be authentic. So, Don't fret if you stumble. Being authentic as a leader is hard work and takes years of experience in leadership roles. This was so said by Bill George, author of True North, Discover Your Authentic Leadership. No one can be authentic without fail. Everyone behaves inauthentically at times, saying and doing things they will come to regret. And I believe we see this every day in life. Just watch the news. He continues, the key is to have the self-awareness to recognize these times and listen to close colleagues who point them out. Next, you have to build genuine rapport with your team. 
In business relationships, each partner reveals the other's best self. Leaders should also strive to emulate this phenomenon, even if an employee has yet to recognize his or her best qualities. Only by taking the time to really know a team member can you understand their unique qualities, strengths, and ultimate aspirations. I was an employee to my father long before I became a part of management, so I know. FaceTime with the boss can be intimidating, even if it's family, or maybe especially if it's family, and you're just learning and starting out. As employees, we can feel guarded around managers. It's not always easy to share your true self. But as leaders, there are several things we can do to break down many of the barriers. For example, spend some time with your team outside of the office. Maybe sports teams, uh, some club, uh, company picnic, just something outside where you have the casual opportunity to elicit their feedback and show that you value their opinions. And don't restrict your conversations to company tasks and projects. Every week, you can invite different employees for a meeting. Talk about their past experiences, their past jobs, their hobbies, any upcoming trips or vacations planned, and encourage them to ask questions, maybe about the business, how are we doing? Just have a casual dialogue with them. These meetings build stronger connections that support our day-to-day work. By building rapport with employees, managers are also better equipped to match them with roles that utilize their natural strengths and increase their engagement. Again, Susan Desmond Hellman says, I think that's what great management is all about, making sure people are right in that sweet spot and not feeling incapable because they're scared. And I think we all experience this in the day-to-day world in the rental business. Do we have the right people in the right spots in our operation? Is an inside guy ready to go into sales? Is he maybe better than what you have in sales? Is the salesman maybe better at management? So there's a lot of juggling that goes on. And the only way that you really learn this is from getting to know your people a lot better than you know them from the beginning. And also, you got to connect your teams to the bigger picture. It's no surprise that employees feel and perform better when their work serves a purpose. Too often, managers take for granted that the organization's purpose is ever-present in the employees' minds. But for many staff members, like, say, the accountant working on monthly financial reports or the service rep dealing with an angry customer, the bigger picture can quickly fall out of focus. Reconnecting employees with the company's larger purpose can be a powerful tool for increasing engagement and boosting overall performance. And leaders are in the best position to find 
innovative ways to do so. You know, a lot of times you give a guy something to do, but he doesn't really know what the end result of that task is. So sometimes taking them through the whole process and letting them understand why they're doing this can go so much further to to let them know what the goal is and maybe the simple tasks that they're doing that may seem mundane at the time, but really in the long run, it's a very important part of the customer experience. And again, I don't care if it's a wash rack guy, a service tech, an inside salesperson, uh, a receptionist who may answer the phone, whoever it may be, they have to know what the end result is in order to do the job that the company needs to do. And all that comes back, as we've talked many times before, about culture. And most of this is established by the leadership. And that's why I always come back to leadership, be it a smaller, uh, say, mom and pop or a large national or regional company. We all have the same issues that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So let's take a quick break and jump back to Voice America. And when we come back, we will continue the conversation about leadership. Back to you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And we are back uh, with the Rental Equip Talk Radio. And today, we're talking about some of the new rules of effective leadership. And we're just starting on the subject of connecting your team to the bigger picture. And reconnecting employees with the company's larger purpose can be a powerful tool for increasing engagement and boosting overall performance. And leaders are in the best position to find out innovative ways to do it. They need to know what the end result of their work really means. As I said a moment ago, whatever the task is, it's important. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. And here's an example. DTE Energy President Jerry Anderson, he was faced with disengagement employees and middling performance. Anderson didn't know how to turn things around. His colleague, Joe Robles, then president of the United States Automobile Association, invited him to visit a USAA call center, where Anderson was pleasantly surprised by the employee's deep commitment to helping customers, which is what we do. The secret, through training, town hall meetings, and other forums, managers continually reinforced USAA's purpose, helping military members and their families, just like we help do-it-yourselfers and contractors. Robles explained that a leader's most important job is to connect the people to their purpose. So inspired, Anderson attempted to do the same thing, beginning with a video featuring employees talking about the company's impact on the communities it serves. So fast forward, DTE received a Gallup Great Workplace Award for five years in a row, and their stock price more than tripled from the end of 2008 to the end of 2017. That's quite an accomplishment, and it was done by the employees. So whether it's through creative videos, newsletters, or meetings, leaders should consistently reinforce an organization's shared purpose. But also, leaders have to lift people up. As the saying goes, a rising tide lifts all boats. Good leaders elevate those around them, both personally and professionally. Alan Dutchman, author of Walk the Walk, the number one rule for real leaders agrees. He was quoting Urban Meyer, uh, current uh, college football coach, and he wrote that a great leader has the ability to make the level of play of everyone else around him better. So to some, to, to become great leaders, Managers can start by reinforcing their confidence in other people's abilities. If we take the time to tell an employee, for example, I know this is challenging, but I also know you can do this. We see a powerful effect. Employees immediately feel more confident, 
and more motivated to do their very, very best. And after interviewing nearly 100 esteemed business leaders, Harvard Business Review contributor Anthony John shares that top leaders imprint their best qualities on others, making them feel like fuller versions of themselves. So you have to, a lot to instill. These leaders go beyond on-the-job competency and aim to shape people's character and values for the better, too. They know in the long run that there's a hard truth about soft matters and that these value-based qualities matter a lot more than skill enhancement. A true leader's impact goes well beyond the office and can leave a lasting mark. So, be the leader your company needs. The next generation of employees expects more from leadership. They want authenticity, connection, a sense of purpose, qualities which traditional leadership training often fails to provide. If you feel like your employees aren't performing at their peak, you may want to consider whether you're meeting those soft yet essential needs. If not, you can still turn things around, just like we saw with Jerry Anderson at DTE Energy. So as, as I've learned over the years, becoming an effective leader is a career-long project, and you can start by simply being yourself. And leaders are people too. A lot of people look at them like they're these, you know, robots or something up there, but they're real people too. And after they have the job of reconnecting and re-engaging their teams. We we live in an age of empathy and understanding. The notion of an infallible leader is no longer one that inspires confidence and a willingness to work. Instead, people long for human connection. If a leader is able to develop a bond between themselves and their team, they're on the pathway to true engagement. So what do you picture when I say leader? The stereotype is someone who is stoic, someone who stands above their team, making sure they get the job done. A leader's words and actions are absorbed by their underlings who, from fear or self-interest, work to achieve their leader's goal. The popular conception of a leader is as leading from the outside. But this picture, despite its popularity, is really unfit for the modern workplace. In 2016, Gallup's research indicates that 87% of workers felt disengaged from their workplaces. Similarly, 55% of respondents to a 2018 Deloitte survey said leadership must be reconceived. Something needs to be done at the executive level if we want to re-engage our workforce and align them with your 
organization's goal. That's what the leaders start off to do. Behavioral psychology gives us some guidance. A classical theory used to understand worker engagement is called self-determination theory. Workers who are intrinsically motivated by internal desires are far more persistent and willing to work than those who are extrinsically motivated. As is the case where an authoritative leader orders their team to do the work. In essence, workers are more engaged with the organizational mission, mission excuse me, when they want to succeed. Authoritative Dominating leaders do not encourage this sort of motivation. Instead, their team merely works because they feel like they have to. So this begs a question. How can leaders foster internal motivation and thus engagement within the workplace? Deloitte provides us with an answer. Down to earth, humane leaders who involve their teams in decision-making are better able to develop trust. If you can develop this human connection, you will be able to generate a team culture where everyone feels involved and ready to work. The Redefining Leadership Report indicates that about 50% of employees believe that their organization would perform better if their leaders became more transparent, authentic, and able to recognize their own weaknesses, which is something I think we've all experienced. What this suggests is that performance will improve if workers feel as if they're more on equal footing with their leader. When a leader acts like an everyday human being, capable of mistakes, and in need of help. Workers feel more involved and as if the goal being worked towards is as much theirs as it is their leaders. So based on this, you're kind of faced with a choice to change or not to change. Understandably, you might feel entitled to maintain a more stoic style of leadership You have authority because you are a hard worker who makes good decisions. It makes sense that you are in control above the rest of your team. But keep in mind that the best leaders are not those who strive for the glory of the role. Complete leaders will do whatever is necessary to optimize their team's performance. Note, team's performance. Even if that means relinquishing some of the control that typically comes with their role. So sometimes to take your team forward, you might have to take a step down or or back. And modern leaders should stand among the people, not before them. They need to be down to earth, willing to listen and inclusive. They ought to be part of a broader team where everyone is working towards the same goal, where there may may be a hierarchy of authority in theory, it should be invisible 
Once the team starts working together, a complete leader should lead from within. And it's very simple. The leaders who are best able to engage their workers are, above all else, human beings. There's nothing very special about them other than experience, guidance, building a team, and making things happen for the best performance of the company. So they have to jump in and work with and not demand too much along the way. With that, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will continue on with uh, leadership. And it is challenging. Back to you, Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to Rental Equip Talk Radio. I'm your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting from New Orleans. 
And today we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is leadership and some of the new rules of effective leadership. And, you know, leadership is challenging, but it's not rocket science. There are some simple truths about leadership and what it takes to succeed. I've, I've worked and held leadership positions in the equipment industry, the pipeline maintenance industry, and worked for and with some really, really great people. I've read many different books over the years by many different authors on the topic of leadership. While they all offer interesting nuggets of information, memorable acronyms, and even helpful reminders, the truth is that effective leadership isn't an anomaly. It just requires a very few fundamental principles. In my, say, 50 years of leadership experience and personal observation, uh, I've learned there's about six basic principles that all successful leaders exhibit consistently. One, successful leaders don't work less, they work differently. They maximize their time by working smarter. They monitor well so they understand the status of the business at any given time. They look ahead and anticipate changes or possible disruptions and make the appropriate adjustments to respond to the changing landscape. Successful leaders spend much of their time inspecting what they expect. Get that again. Successful leaders spend much of their time inspecting what they expect. They don't micromanage. Instead, they hold people accountable for doing their jobs. And when people can't or won't, they take the appropriate action without an apology. Chances are they've had discussions with them about improvement, and if it doesn't improve, that's the time to take appropriate action. Number two, successful leaders don't look for quick fixes. They just keep doing the work. They don't offer or accept excuses. They don't take shortcuts. They don't react. They are proactive and they make small adjustments along the way when the data warrants it. Kind of like tweaking things. They remain consistent and steadfast and simply keep doing the work that it actually takes to be successful. Successful leaders understand the change process and integrate it organically into a continuous improvement model. Again, where necessary. Three, successful leaders prioritize people over programs. Programs are important and can certainly help any business work more efficiently. But successful leaders understand people are their greatest resource. They recruit the best in their business and then treat them like the valuable commodities they are. 
successful leaders continuously coach and build meaningful relationships. And I think every leader is always on the lookout for people that they meet in another business establishment along the way, uh, maybe uh, a friend's uh, child or something that may have a future. But they don't waste people's time with unproductive meetings that start late and end late. Successful leaders hire the best talent, and that's part of their job. They communicate expectations and then allow people to do their jobs. It's getting the right people to do their jobs that is probably one of their biggest tasks. Number four, successful leaders surround themselves with people who are smarter. They don't lead with their egos. They're committed to the mission of the organization and they understand it's not about them. It's truly not personal. It's always about business. Successful leaders understand that the continued success of the business is dependent upon the people it employs to do the work. Successful leaders know they'll never know it all, so they intentionally seek out those people who have specific knowledge or skills and strategically place them in key positions. And again, I think this is one of the ongoing jobs of leadership is to always be looking constantly for the right people to plug into the right positions. Number five, successful leaders keep their processes simple and follow them without fail each time, all the time, no exceptions, ever. They adhere to the KISS method of keeping it simple. They understand the more steps there are in a process, the greater their likelihood is for error, misunderstanding, and randomness. Successful leaders understand the priorities of their business at any given time, and they implement processes that focus on doing a few tasks really, really well. And for what is the end result? The best customer service in our industry. They understand the difference between business and productivity and work to ensure that processes are streamlined and effective. I don't think anybody wants to just be doing something to do something. Every piece of the process has to have a purpose to it. And that's where leadership comes in, is to make sure that the process or the task has purpose to the overall good of the company's end result. And six, successful leaders live their true north and use it to guide all decisions, no exceptions. They understand that integrity and trust in a leader is critical to the continued success of the organization. One of the best ways to establish and maintain trust is to be consistent and dependable in making decisions. 
And sometimes, as we all know, that first decision may not be the right one. But if you're the leader, you got to make the decision. Successful leaders communicate their purpose and their beliefs and demonstrate their commitment to these in every decision they make. Their decisions are transparent, deliberate, and aligned with their core values. And you know what? Not everyone is cut out to be a leader. And, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I, I personally appreciate it when people recognize for themselves that they are not willing or able to do what it takes to be a successful leader. The leaders I've seen fail are those that either haven't wanted to do the work or simply don't have a good sense of who they are and what they stand for. They're excuse-oriented, easily influenced, and erratic in their decision-making. This leads to chaos, mistrust, and disorganization, and no business can survive with these conditions. Whether leaders are born or made, incorporating these principles will help ensure sustainable success for the leader and the organization. And so leaders, you know, they're not always just born. People become leaders by the decisions they've made in the past, right or wrong. They're uh, willing to learn and learn from their own mistakes and turn things around to help their team become better. It's not always it's not always fun being at the top and having to make some of those tough calls. And uh, again, not, not everybody's cut out for it. I said this before, that you may have somebody in a position that you think might make a, a great, say, branch manager, but then when you get them in that position, you may find that the people skills that they you thought they had maybe weren't as good as they, as they actually were or are. And the same thing with leading other people. Not just people's skills, but the ability to make decisions that are in the best interest of the company and the overall well-being of the company to get things done. And as always, at the end, the best customer service and to create the best customer experience that your equipment company can give your customers. After all, that's the trust that they have put in you. And it starts with the leader at the top who creates the team to give the customer trust that the equipment will be working on time, deliveries will be right, paperwork will be right, and at the end of the day, they'll have an experience that they'll want to return because we all know there's a ton of competition out there and it takes a lot more to uh, get a new customer (laughs) Than to, than to win one back sometimes. You don't always get that second chance in life. So with that, uh, we're going to take our last break of the day. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a new subject about sales strategies. So back to you, Voice America. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. 
Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to Rental Equip Talk Radio. I'm your host, Donald Charbonnet. And today we've been talking, uh, for the most part, about leadership and uh, it's not riot, excuse me, rocket science, uh, leadership people too, and some effective uh, issues regarding leadership in general. But now I want to jump to a, a completely different subject, and that's about sales strategies. Because I guess most of the rental companies out there today, outside those that may serve just a do-it-yourself market, have a team of salespeople that are out there competing head-to-head, nose-to-nose, for that contractor business. And so, do you ever wonder as to why the top 15 to 20% of your salespeople sometimes consistently outperform the other 75 to 80%? This is something that happens at just about every company I know, where the top performers rise to the top and then stay there while others with very similar qualities 
and nearly identical sales pitches fail to close at anywhere near the same rate. Again, closure rate. But over the course of my career, I've I've learned a little bit of, of why. The secret ingredient is prospecting. Or should I say, how often you prospect. You see, while sales is an absolutely, it's a mix of people skills and drive and confidence and creativity and just plain old hard work, the truth is that what really separates the top performers from everyone else and their relentless approach to prospecting. Let's face it, it's a numbers game. The more people you interact with, the higher likelihood of success. Or as they say, you throw enough mud on the wall, some of it's going to stick. Typically, the top performers in the company simply prospected more than everyone else. They constantly kept their pipeline full of new business, and they never have customer concentration issues. They exceed growth targets. They follow up with warm leads constantly. But all in all, they're just, I guess, on the hunt longer than everyone else. Every moment in their day, even when they weren't at work or were out at a restaurant with a bunch of friends, at a sports activity, everything is an opportunity to learn about other people and potentially come across another prospect. You know this age-old question, very simple. What do you do? These people live and breathe it. Most companies train their inside and outside salespeople to be tenacious prospectors. Of course, we have to train them on how to do so effectively. Otherwise, all their efforts are for nothing. And so there's a number of quick and easy ways to get your team prospecting better than ever. First, when it's prospecting time, turn off all distractions. You know, it's hard work looking for leads. Sometimes it can feel like you're going down a rabbit hole, poking around on the Internet or scouring different sites or social platforms for your target customers. But this is valuable research time. Don't let yourself get distracted. Stay on task and accomplish your goal to completion. Find where your prospects are spending time. I can can remember the old days of Yellow Pages when the contractors were listed by trade. You could actually go and pick up you know, 50, 100 new leads just by opening the yellow pages. And what about trade associations? Does your company belong to any? But more importantly, belonging is one thing. Participation is another. To get out there and meet the people who can bring you business. Another one. Open one new relationship every single day. If you aren't starting some sort of new dialogue with at least one, hopefully many, many more, prospects per day, you're failing as a salesperson. 
Prospecting isn't something you do and then you're done. It's a habit. It's a mindset. It's a way of approaching your work over the long term that ensures you always have people ready in your pipeline. Next, use every method possible, even the ones you aren't familiar with. Learn about them. Email, social media, cold calling, digital ads and landing pages, direct mail. The amount of ways we can reach customers in today's day and age is far and wide. So don't just settle for the medium you're used to or that you think will be the best based on your own preconceived notions. Instead, try them all. Learn them all. Leave no stone unturned. And you know, you, you have to write scripts for different customer segments. The message that works with one prospect won't necessarily work for the next, and so on and so forth. Another, every step should be moving the prospect toward your ideal outcome. So many sales reps and sales teams in general approach sales with a barrage mentality. They think, well, as long as I'm talking to people, I'm doing my job. But that's not what sales is all about. And don't disregard cold calling. So many companies disregard picking up the phone, and it's a mistake. Customers want to be talked to. They usually want to talk to someone before they buy. And keep a growing list of people to follow up with over time. Just because someone isn't ready to purchase right now doesn't mean they won't be three, six, or nine months from now. Not to mention that there's always turnover in the sales cycle. So somebody you talked with some time ago, when you go back, there could be a completely different person in that position. So these are just a few things to keep you going on the sales side and keep you, I guess, if a customer is thinking about buying at one point, chances are they're still thinking about renting or buying, but they just need to be reminded a few more times. So as, as I come to the close today, uh, as always, if you want to reach me, Rental Equip Talk Radio, or you can call or text me at 504-615-0540. And don't forget to listen on demand. And I hope some of the issues discussed today either helped or provoked some more questions for the success of your business. Next week, uh, October the 2nd, join me for a recap of the ARA Region 8 meeting in Seattle, Washington, where I'll be broadcasting from Genie Industries headquarters. My guests will be Michael McDaniel, the Region 8 director, Chad Hislop with Genie, and Luke Powers with GearFlow. It'll be a very, very busy show. And if you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, you always know where to find me along the way. And there's a quote today by Henry Ford. You can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. True words for the rental companies. You got to get out there and you got to do it. So it's been my honor to spend this time with you. I am Donald Charbonnet, your host and the diehard of the rental industry. Signing off, and remember, always make time for the things that make you happy to be alive. Be safe, good running, and have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me today. 
Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week. We'll be right back.